Hello and welcome to Rule of Thirds, a conversation about art, design and culture with your hosts Burns, Mike and Jude. If this is your first time listening, welcome to the family. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram at Rule of Thirds Pod. Don't be shy to say hi. All right, now to the episode. Overthinking is simply the act of thinking about something too much or for too long. What are your experiences like with overthinking? The boys discuss their experiences with overthinking as well as the ways that they work around it when the issue arises. Or is it really an issue? Where does it come from? The boys discuss this and a lot more because you know we like to delve from topic to topic. Enjoy the episode. Right, guys. So, what up? What up? What up? How has everyone been? How's everyone's week's been? What's good? This week has been amazing. I can't lie. It's okay, amazing's very, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really it's been a really, really good that. week. I think um, <laughs> I'm just, like starting to settle into this whole uh, freelance thing, and it's just like I miss having <laughs> free time and like mm-hmm. working like. Yeah, it's just sometimes I guess it's nice to kind of just be your boss for for once again. Not to say that it's going to be permanent, but definitely like taking it all in. So yeah, it's been a really good week. What about you, Ben? Mm. Um, yeah, it's been amazing, man. Um, I actually welcomed in two, one girl and one um, boy into the world. Hey. By the grace of God, <laughs> not me myself. <laughs> I was thinking like, are you good, man? <laughs> No, the no. way you the way you worded that, no, like, but, yes, yeah, I am yeah, the yeah, father. That, so that came piece. out different. I was like, bro, Burns, all your own. Burns says, I'll be what? I'll be doing me by FGE. Yeah, like on the weekends. Man said it's just a bit, a bit of community service, like just two hours. <laughs> hey, you know, pop a few babies me. and go head back home. Do not finish me. But um, it's kind of cool, man, because literally, like, my birthday is in March as well. So I'm like, all my... Mm. But you know what I realised as well? March is a crazy month. Like, everyone's got a birthday. I've been giving that money yeah. left, right and centre. So, oh. it's mm. been an interesting month. But I'm really... You know, this week's been cool, man. I feel like I stepped into my um, creative bag this week, which has been fun. Mm. So That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Michael, how are you? Me? Um, I've been all right, you know. So, from like, obviously like last week we shared that like we got our desk so i've just been like sorting out that setup and it's been nice just having a dedicated space i bought a few Mm. more bits um like a mat a stand so it's like coming together nicely and stuff um if i'm being honest i've probably kind of felt a bit hmm like worn out if that makes sense um like close to burning out but like not all the way there and stuff and i think it's probably been because of like coming to a year of like lockdown and stuff i think freelancing Mm. throughout this time it's been good but it has been Mm. a lot so i'm kind of like the opposite of youtube at the moment i'm kind of like okay i'm ready to uh call it a day (laughs) and just Mm. if if in a perfect world you know if um we were not ruled by the forces of capitalism me i would just be on a farm somewhere doing i don't know doing something about thanos <laughs> you know, no, making plantains. <laughs> hey, be like, do you know how funny that for me, Phil? blew up, blew I'm up the world, the world. <laughs> And then I'm going to go to my garden and fry plantain. Oh, he's tapped. He was, he was enjoying. He, he was living life and me too. That's what I would like. To a degree. To be honest, I'd probably just want to, because I've been asking myself this question a lot this week, um, especially towards the end of this working week. Like, mm-hmm. what would I want to do? What would I do if, like, if not for fear, if not for money and stuff? And I think that's really got me thinking yeah. about the next steps that I want to take moving forward with, like, mm. my career and just, like, mm. life in general. So I've spent this, like, week thinking a lot of, about stuff and I've mm. reflected on, like, the past year. And yeah. even, uh, as you guys have seen, like, I shared um, a post on Instagram um, that's titled the dangers of overthinking and that mm, kind of mm. has kind of like, I guess, summarized in a way how I felt because 
I've just constantly been thinking about stuff. And I think sometimes when you think about stuff to an extent, you just almost like paralyze yourself and stop yourself from doing certain things. So I right. think that's yeah. why I was in a bit of a funk because I was almost like reflecting on things that I hadn't yet done, but mm -hmm. also just thinking to the extent that I just didn't do anything because I've literally just been sat thinking about a lot of things. Um, and even with some freelancing projects as well, like similar yeah. thing, like I'm overthinking the projects to a degree where I'm not actually doing the work, but I'm just like crunching everything. <clears throat> you know, like when you're like, let's say you're crunching a biscuit, like down or like, um, beat, oh, trying to choose my words carefully. Um, <laughs> like crumbling a left turn. <laughs> no. I was like, wait, what? For real. So you know when you like crumble a biscuit, yeah, in a bag, yeah. for example, like if you're making a cheesecake and you like, you're like crumbling it more and more, and then it becomes like a powder and it's like, you can't yeah. actually crumble it more than it is. I feel like mm. that's where I'm at at the moment. So it's like, okay, you can't actually think anymore. You're not doing anything. Stop Full it. Capacity. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I'm just trying to like, just get over the, any fears, any worries and just kind of do certain things that I know that I need to do. So yeah, that's kind of been my week, but yeah, overthinking massive problem. Do you guys, mm. would you guys, would you, huh? English. Let's start again. Would you guys say that you struggle with overthinking or how do you overcome overthinking for you guys personally? What do you guys do? Mm -hmm. Oh boy. Well, I don't even know what to even say. Um, I think, you know, most definitely, of course, I think it's a tough one. Um, because I think overthinking um, comes because I'm scared of failing. Mm. Does that make sense? So oftentimes I find myself in mm -hmm. like places where it's like, I, I want this thing to bang, so I need to make sure it bangs. But then, because I want it to bang, it, I'm now thinking of like the greatest theory or greatest strategy ever. And yeah. it's, it fries my brain. Um, yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jude? Um, I mean, I, I've I've been like overthinker by nature, like since I was young anyway, just because like mm. I'm always like, I don't know, I've just been a paranoid human being since I was young. So it's it's natural for me to kind of overthink and I've just kind of worked mm. my way around um, seeing it as a bad thing and just figuring out how I could like benefit from the process because it's going to happen regardless. So it just for me, it's like. Mm -hmm. I, I don't fight it anymore. I just kind of figure out, okay, cool. If I'm going to overthink, for example, like a project, then I'm going to figure out how I'm going to um, use that time to make, I like find out the potholes in my idea and create solutions mm -hmm. for something that hasn't happened yet, but with the possibility of it happening. So at least I'm being productive in the process rather than just like, oh, I like, if, if, if this doesn't do this and it's, that's it it's all over I always say okay if this doesn't happen then I'm going to do this if that doesn't happen I'm going to do that and if that doesn't happen I'm going to do this and then create some kind of timeline for myself because like that for me I, I it's very hard for me to kind of get out of that funk when I'm in it mm -hmm. like my brain will just like go into the darkest darkest parts of of, of you know of the, of the universe thinking about <laughs> every single thing that could possibly go wrong so what I end up doing is just literally, okay, cool. It's almost like playing chess with your brain, mm. you know? So it's, yeah, I, I think for me that overthinking, I, like I definitely hear it though. I can't lie, it's draining as hell. It's just like, sometimes it, it feels more like a workout than an actual workout. Cause you're like, you're there and you just suddenly feel so exhausted and you're like, why am I so exhausted? And you realize it's just cause you've been sitting down thinking like so mm. much, like brain, like with smoke coming out your head type vibe, you know? I definitely hear what, you. On what that are signs? Room. What are signs of like overthinking? I, I guess same. I don't know. Would you say burnout comes after overthinking, or does burnout come before? I don't know. What would you guys say? Because Michael was saying he felt burnt out. Mm. Mm. What did he say? It was close to. Like close to yeah yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'd probably say. Probably. Overthinking comes probably before I'd I'd say, because mm. um, I know like in this case that's all I've been doing. So it's literally like okay, yeah, like constantly thinking, 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 and it's been like this for maybe like a couple weeks. But I think just this week has been like a lot. I've just mm. said okay, no, it's actually a lot less 
start cutting it because if care's not taken, it's probably going to get really, really bad. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially if you're not doing anything productive because it can feel productive because you're thinking. Yeah. And yeah. that's part of the process when it does come to like our creative work. Obviously, we have to think about the idea. Um, like, I think it was Issa Rae, because I have like a masterclass thing. Um, oh, how, how's masterclass? Money, man. It's really good. Come on. Yeah, Yo, it must be a yeah. password. <laughs> you know, quickly, let me just take a few. You, you, know. you know what oh, it is? I'd piece. happily share it, but it's linked to my like Gmail. So I'm just like, if I send, if I send it to people, Ooh, that's well, how I'm, you, gonna I'm exposed. I'm actually exposed. Masterclass, are you hearing this? Yeah, I'm waiting for this is a Judah. Oh, Always oh, trying to throw me under the bus. This is the Judah Mako activity. Oh, no. Last week, last last week you guys were meshing deets. Now you're doing some masterclass. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. Da, da. Yeah, go, 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 Michael. Yeah. Um, so, Issa Ray's class, um, I think it's titled um, Creating Outside of Like the Lines. So when she's mm. talking about her writing process, one thing that she says is like, ah, oh, like you thinking about the idea or even like drafting like the words in your mind is still part of the process because you're, you know, you're ideating the idea and stuff. Yeah. So with yeah. us, as, especially as designers, like we kind of have to like see it to a degree or obviously you have mm. to like write, draw it out, write it out, mm. get the thoughts on paper, but thinking about it is still a part of that process. So sometimes it does feel productive but then it's like if you're constantly like turning those wheels again and again and again gets yeah. mm. you know tiresome and then to a point where yeah you might burn out i guess so i'd probably say yeah that's yeah. why it's probably before the burnout mm. Mm. i think me, my my um uh, yeah the the scariest part is just kind of like the amount of ideas I know for a fact I've had to put on hold because of like the overthinking. That's the part that freaks me out the most because I have like mm. I have notebooks on notebooks and notebooks of me just clearly overthinking. Sometimes simp- the simplest ideas of, okay, cool, post this picture. But I overthink, oh, but wait, the legs aren't right. Let me just re-edit it and I'll edit. I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me not even post it. I think this color scheme <laughs> is completely different. Like simple things like that. Like I'll end yeah. up like just getting into my head about it, and I like I can tell you like for a fact that if I wasn't like an overthinker, there'd be so much work and so much. That's why I, I really envy people who can just work off like the strength. Like literally, they'd be like, you know, what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. And it's like for me, I, mm. I feel like I've had to work mm. so so freaking hard to push myself to get to the point where I do things on that first impulse with the faith mm-hmm, that I have mm-hmm. what it takes to kind of finish it off. So I'll be like, so like it's going to a point where now I have to literally force myself to be like, just start. And like, I don't even think about yeah. the consequences of me starting, but I'd rather start. And then when I start, I feel like almost the accountability. So I don't have even the space or time to kind of overthink. Like there's nothing, like it's already, yeah. everybody's seen it. I have to finish this. You know, I can't like suddenly pull myself out of it and go and overthink. There's no point. Use that time to just kind of get it done. Yeah. You know, sounds like punishment to be fair. It, it is to be honest, because like at the end of the day, you are being your own worst enemy by <laughs> de- you're literally delaying yourself. Like I know with me, yeah. <laughs> basically, I am like I say from time to time to myself, like you know, sometimes you're your worst enemy. You know, yeah, it's not the definitely. devil or it's not you know whoever. <laughs> One of your ops. It's really you. You're your own op. So (laughs) it's that in my mind. And it's funny, actually, there's a project that I've literally had for like three years that I want to um, find a way to illustrate that relationship that you can have with yourself. Mm. So even me saying this is kind of like a bit of accountability, I guess, put myself Uh, out there. But um, Mm. literally (laughs) like- the videos. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, YouTube is all pending. But um, even with that, I know there's like a range of ideas that I've like, I'm really going off on a tangent, but like, I know with that idea, that's something I would definitely mm. want to explore. But yeah, you're literally like your worst enemy by delaying yourself, thinking yourself to death. Um, Cause at the end of the day, that's how it won't get done. And then you don't even learn from the mistakes that you might have made or might not have made. And you're yeah. literally mm-hmm. like at the same spot. And I guess the consequences are you're at the same spot. Then you may see mm. other people going further ahead and then, even uh, that comparison can even kill. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Or some people yeah. might even 
do a similar idea and it's not that they copied they just had the yeah. similar idea and they did it first um because they really yeah. say like for every idea apparently there's like 10 other people with the same idea so you know it takes the pressure off as well when you know that too but um yeah like yeah. obviously those things happen and then like when i think about it, i don't want these ideas to die with me as well or the work that's the know, scary part you know or to there's so many instances that i've done or i've like played a project safe because I've been overthinking that oh, I don't want to take But what, what, what does that mean, playing a project safe though? So What, what were you scared of happening? Hmm, right. So for one project that I worked on last year, it, it was still good. Yeah. But I know that I could have done a lot more. And even with the opportunity that I had, I mm -hmm. really could have just done a lot more. Like I look at it and I'm like, oh, like I'm happy. But I know like there's a lot more that could have been done. And right. so even something as small as like... <laughs> So it's like a booklet kind of thing, yeah. So mm. even something like the header text or like the header font, for example, or playing yeah, around with like- You're overthinking. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it was mad. Cause I think that was my first time in a situation where it was for a different kind of client. It mm. was something bigger than I'd ever worked on like before. So like yeah. the stakes were different, working with diff like different level of people in a sense. So I just kind of felt like a small fish you've just thrown into the ocean like taking a goldfish and literally just going like that in mm. the river thames and you're like what the hell is this the environment's different there's a lot of different things that i'm facing at the same time um and it's mad because i was the only i was the sole designer on the project and they saw right. me as the expert and i was just there like in my head in meetings thinking <laughs> excuse me Mm, I, I like I didn't see myself as the expert that they saw me to be but I was the only designer on the team so I had to assume that responsibility and position but at the same time yeah. I definitely felt out of my depth and I felt like I don't know what I'm doing and I think at times I allowed those feelings and those thoughts to kind of just like rule and take over the project and I didn't take charge of it as much as I definitely could have and stuff mm. so yeah it's, a, it's one of those I guess like painful bittersweet lessons um that has got me thinking for the next time don't do that again but again you know when you're faced with that situation another situation you may battle with the same thoughts yeah and stuff as well so yeah i don't know if those kind of thoughts ever stop to be fair that's what i'm saying like for me i just kind of like i feel like no, no, everything you to start, to point where, yeah you know what i'm saying you just kind of have to learn it's almost manage, like you have to manage you know it. that feeling you get when you're going into um a talk or an interview or you're talking in front of people mm -hmm. yeah, there's a particular yeah. that feeling yeah, exactly. that, that feeling that you know what i'm saying like it's just like almost like a sinking feeling in your belly like i don't think that ever goes what away I, what about if i do this what about if i do that what about if yeah. i do this oh i said like, that oh, wrong or you know like, it's going to happen but i mean it's like how do you manage it like um one thing i know for example is that trials and hard times will come but yeah. just because it comes doesn't mean I'm going to let that defeat me. But actually, how do I manage it? How do I make those things work for me, if that makes sense? In the mm -hmm. same way, overthinking, like you're saying, overthinking is actually technically part of the process. You know, if you're overthinking a lot, write down, journal those thoughts, voice, voice note it, maybe. Mm. Do you get me? These are things that could potentially turn that negative into a positive. Yeah, you know? yeah. And like, even that, on the basis of this conversation, I wanted to ask, like... Um, what contributes to like overthinking? Like, what are things in your life or things that you've noticed have contributed to like overthinking? Because one thing I could say is definitely lockdown. <laughs> Obviously, we all need therapy for that one. <laughs> Boy, <laughs> my goodness! But like, what other things would you say like has contributed to your overthinking? I mean, I was gonna say these are buzzwords that we we probably have heard a thousand times, but uh, imposter syndrome in it. That's the one that everyone oh, course, has heard a thousand times. It's just like Mike yeah. was saying right now. I was just thinking to myself, "Well, here we go again. It's bloody imposter syndrome." <laughs> uh, but it's like it's, it's the thing that every every creative, I think, every creative has to go through or goes yeah, through, yeah. where it's like you get to a point where you're like, "Okay, cool. I feel like I'm out of my depth now." Like before, I was mm. very comfortable. When someone comes and say, "Hey, can I get a logo? Hey, can I get a banner? Hey, can I get a design?" You're like, "Ah, easy. Yeah, you know what? I'm the boss here." And then you go into a space and it's like 20 men staring at you down a long desk that looks like it can never end. And the room is <laughs> dim and they're all wearing suits and you're there with your creative shorted jeans, uh, with, your, with your creative hat 
know what I'm saying? Your hair's probably dyed and you're like <laughs> mad creative with like paint stains on your shoes. And they're just there what like, what can you offer us? Like fam, you're going to be like, whoa, okay, this is a bit much. And it's like about kind of like fitting into different spaces and everybody mm. knows their own tribe or their own like, you know, community. Yeah. I guess when you're kind of taken out of that comfort zone, that can get you to overthink because it makes you think, are you doing it right if you look so different mm-hmm. from everybody else? Like, I know as black people, like black men, especially we 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 go through that when you're in spaces where it's like, you 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 might relate on the, you know, the, what's the word? The privilege of being a man in the space, but then it's like, okay, hold, hold on, but you're not a white man. You're not this, you're not that. And you just have to kind of take those things into consideration. Mm-hmm. And it makes you always question yourself when, when you really shouldn't, True. You know, when you really shouldn't. So I think the imposter syndrome is therefore like one one of the things I know for sure gets gets me overthinking, you know. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, especially the whole being a black man thing is true for myself anyway. Um, mm. I think sometimes like, I want to say we, because I feel like there, obviously there's quite a few other guys that do it too, but like, not that we feel grateful to be in this space, but, it's almost like a, hmm, I don't know. Sometimes I, I think, okay, why did you come to me? Even though I know that I'm like yeah. good for the job and stuff. Overly qualified most times. Ah, oh, this is true. Most, mm. most um, But it's like, I don't know. It's just a thought sometimes that's just in the back of your head or sometimes you feel like you can't afford to maybe make a little mistake because yep. you almost like represent yep. your community in a sense. <laughs> that's it. That's it right um, there. Yeah. <sighs> And it's, oh God, because some people are mad and they'll be like, oh, that's why I will never work with so-and-so again. Black designers, oh, look at them. So unprofessional. Meanwhile, Jim. (laughs) Good old Jim. You know, so I think there's that as well. Um, I'd definitely say, as well as imposter syndrome, I guess it's sometimes like forgetting who you are or like your previous achievements and stuff as well. Because... I know for myself, I'm quite like future, like orientated. I'm always thinking about what's ahead rather than kind of like reflecting on the present or the past. So even at times I've had to like remind myself, cool, like let's open your portfolio. I'm saying this like I had a portfolio at the time. But <laughs> your folder of work. The couple pages back in the days. No, we need to I have got one now, thank God, but before oh. that was a mess. Need to mm. start a website though. But um, yeah. <laughs> Trigger warning. <I> think <laughs> so, many, so many of us. Website, oh. where is it? Your PDF portfolio, where is it? Where is Jesus it? Christ. But really? it's important to look back at those projects and be like, wow, okay. Yeah. I, I did some really great stuff here. I love this work here. Mm. And celebrate do, that past do, achievements do, and do stuff Do you know how I, see, how I see overthinking and imposter syndrome? I think this example came to mind here. Yeah. Imagine you're climbing up like, I'm but in year six, I went on this um, retreat, not retreat, mm. but like this, or whatever, like a fun week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we had to climb up this massive um, uh, rock climbing wall. Yeah. And um, the way I see like overthinking and uh, imposter syndrome is like, you climb up so high and you look down and you see that, rah, Wow. If Man's I high, you know. Make the wrong mistake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if I make the wrong mistake, I could really, really damage myself or die. I, I, yeah. I, do you know what I mean? Like, and it's like, these are so tr- drastic. They're on the complete end of the spectrum, right? But it's like, we overthink these things, but how did we get to the top in the first place? Mm. Do you yeah. get me? I, mean? I think um, we just have to really understand, like, okay, number one, I, I believe that God is with me, so... I cannot fail. And number two, I am I am I am qualified. <laughs> do you get me? I am qualified to be in this position. Do you know what I'm yeah, trying to say? Like yeah, I have the skills, yeah. I have the um capabilities, you know, so like I don't need to worry. But it's easier said than done, of course. But I think it's something you have to constantly remind yourself about. Otherwise, you're always gonna be attacked by it. Mm, and I think mm. um like what Mac was saying earlier, like I don't want my ideas to die with me. I think mm. one thing for me, the reason why I'm I'm involved in so much stuff and I think the main reason why I'm involved in so much stuff is that I'm young what else do I have to do when I when I settle down when I have children when I do all these different things I can't yeah. be mashing works well I may I may be able to but I can't mash works to the ability that I am now mm. 
Mm. I don't think he wouldn't so. want to, yeah. You got kids and stuff. Exactly, he wouldn't want to. Yeah. yeah. So it's like I think ultimately for me right now is like the way I think about overthinking, like what Michael said again, like future thinking, like I like to think, okay, if I allow myself to overthink a situation, where yeah. would it take me? Mm. Do you get me? So now if someone asks me for opportunity, you ask, hey yo, come and do this thing. The way I need to think about it is like, uh, if I say yes, where can it go? If I say no, why am I saying no? Am I saying no yeah. because I generally don't have interest? Or am I saying no because I'm too scared? Right. If I'm too scared, I'm going to do it. And that is it, scary, but it stretches you. Ooh, How can you be great if you don't stretch yourself? It's not possible. So I think yeah. um, that's maybe like anyone, like maybe that's a practical tip in terms of like how you can deal with it and stuff. But mm. it's definitely a real thing, man. It's real. And it's not easy. So wait, are we saying that this whole overthinking thing always comes down to fear is what we're saying like literally oh, most, defi- most definitely most definitely overthinking is definitely from fear because it's always the ifs and the buts right it's not mm. it's not overthinking yeah. comes from a non like you're not certain about a situation it's always shaky ground do you get me mm, mm, so for mm. example like I may not start a project even though it's due soon because I'm scared that I'm going to flop or I'm scared or I have no ideas yeah. Do you get me? I think yeah. the starting point of overthinking is always fear. The way I see it anyway. But I don't know. I don't do know you, if you guys have any other I was going to say, do you, do you feel like yeah. surrounded... Well, I mean, I, I think it's more practical because I've, I've definitely seen it work, but I don't know if you guys agree. Like surrounding yourself with people who might be not necessarily the opposite type, uh, the opposite opposite personality to you, but people, because, mm. you know, for example, some people are more dormant in their thinking processes. They're not necessarily over, overly proactive. Yeah. And there's people who are very, very reactive. So they might see you start something and they'll, they'll, they'll literally, let's go, let's get mm. this done. Um, I, I know for a fact that like the people mm. who are around me, they're of both ends of that, that you know, yeah. Uh, spectrum. Yeah. There's some people who are very, very like, I've got this idea, I don't know how to start it. And there's some people who are very like, what ideas have you got? Can we start something? Um, so I think, it, I, I I don't know if you guys agree again, but it's like, do you feel like that's kind of like important to make sure the people who you have around your ideas, not necessarily just around you, but more so your ideas, are always people who either fall on these kind of parts. It's almost like putting yourself in a position to be accountable mm, to your mm-hmm. own selves. It's mm. like, okay, I'm gonna tell so so and so this idea because I know the moment I tell them, yep, they're gonna yep. be they're gonna start asking right. like, yo, why 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 going for that idea that you said you're gonna start? Like, yeah, you know, uh, you know yeah, what I'm almost to pull you out of that kind of overthinking. Space. Those those for me are the most important friends to have as well, man. Because it's like, mm. like it is a reciproc- it reciprocates as well. Like once they do that to you, you almost feel inclined to do the same thing to them. Do you get me? And I think mm-hmm. yeah. most definitely like. Whenever I put out an idea, the way I, I put it is it's almost like, okay, I've said it now. I've signed the contract. I've got to do it now. Do you get me? And I think yeah. like this thing ultimately is not, is not, I go back to the first episode. This thing is not ultimately like a self thing. Like it's all about me, but this thing is also ultimately a collaboration thing. Mm. Yeah. So you're collaborating with people, even if you're not collaborating with them creatively, you're collaborating, collaborating with them like as friends to push each other to be better. You yeah. know, friendships are meant to make you better, both yeah. of us, you get me? So it's not meant to make you worse off. So I think, yeah, surrounding yourself with the right people is definitely um, essential in that mm. in that journey. Thank you for supporting us by listening. Be sure to share your thoughts with us using the hashtag Rule of Thirds Pod. Enjoy the rest of the conversation. A lot of the time, sometimes you try and do this thing solo, which, you know, I think we all do, obviously, because, you know, as creatives and stuff. But yeah. it's important to have that community of people around you that you can either bounce ideas off or concerns or thoughts or, like, kind of anything, I guess. Especially, like, when they are people that may understand similar things, too. Or they may right. have experience mm-hmm. in other areas. Like, for example, Jude, you know how, like, you mentioned in, um, I think it was last week's episode about the invoice thing. Yeah. Like, oh, if I'm not sure about how much the price, uh, a fr- like a couple of friends will send stuff over to each other to yep. get an yep. idea yep. of like what the average kind of kind of is. So sometimes it's things like that and being willing, um, being willing, but or like allowing yourself to be able to lean on people as well. Um, I'd probably Yikes. say like yeah. one thing. I'm Boy. really just 
bringing up my own dirty laundry, Jesus. Yeah, I can't but, lie. Um, yeah, that's <laughs> always triggering still. <laughs> yeah, but like, it, it definitely is, you know, important not trying to... Not trying to like hmm. do it solo, just be so fixed on, okay, I can do everything by myself. Because I do think that is it for some people too, that you, yeah, um, yeah you don't feel like you can lean on people but you can actually lean on like a community of people or even friends who may not necessarily be creative but they can definitely be accountable um hold you accountable and stuff as well so yeah it's really important because that's how you're going to go the distance as well like you can't well what's the quote if you want to go is it if, if you want to go fast is it fast fast go alone if you want to go far go, go with with, with some people? other person uh, yeah some guy we really, <laughs> we really butchered the quote but <laughs> yeah you know, you know the thing you know the thing <laughs> I was gonna ask here yeah, so for for more so for the audience but also just like so you guys if you have any inputs but like for those who feel like they don't have necessarily like a tribe or a group of people because I know especially in the design mm. community there is this hierarchical I think we spoke about in like episode yeah. one or two about how sometimes there's like this snobbery of like I went to design school. You are self-taught. <laughs> I'm this, that, that. And Bro, oh my so God, look that, at that so, awful so kerning. What the Yo. hell is this? <laughs> Comic Sans. That's laughable. Kerning. You, know? you know what I'm saying? So um, if like for those who are out there, what advice would you kind of give them to those who kind of like are trying to find their community of like proactive and reactive people around them, especially in design or creativity in general? Mm, that's a really good question especially in a lockdown it's a bit it's techy yeah, isn't it that's different but it, it, you'd be surprised people a lot of people have found new friends in lockdown you know true very true you'd be surprised mm. but um yeah I think uh, it's, it's an interesting one I think ultimately what what events are you going to what what pages are you following mm. what music are you listening to like I feel like naturally you're going to find these people and don't force it yeah because um, even like for Don't example like, yeah. uh, us three for example we've definitely seen each other around way oh, before yeah. we even started speaking oh, yeah. to each other right <laughs> yeah. do you get me but it's like naturally we've come together mm. yeah. do you get and I think ultimately um, you just need to like let it flow naturally man don't force mm-hmm. it because I think right now can, like, cause if you force it you end up finding yourself in the wrong tribe <laughs> I'll tell you that for facts you know you try to but the people that you get on with and the people that you vibe with you will actually get closer to them is mm. is going to happen yep. it's going to happen think about how you made your friends today for example like it's happened from like you know maybe and some friends like maybe some friends for example you met them two years ago you weren't really cool but all of a sudden two years on the land you're my close I'm really yeah. like it's just that. life it just happens right yeah so yeah man I think definitely don't force it man but yeah, I think you can definitely spot signs in terms of like, okay, cause I know I got a few friends that we listen to the same music and stuff, so immediately we connect mm, on a level. Mm. Do you get me? And like, we can vibe on that sense. So yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, mm. Michael. Um, I'd also say just don't be afraid to. I know we use this phrase for like relationships, but with friendships as well, don't be afraid to shoot your shot and just. Send a DM <laughs> or a message. Oh, um, I know, I know. In this country, uh, <laughs> Wait, I don't know about that. You don't Imagine know about. Iteration. I know, like in the UK, oh, right. is man is man really sending a message? Yo, what are you saying? What are you saying, my guy? Yo, what are you saying you you right here? Not like okay, not like that. Not like our lucky <laughs> friends. Like, yo, like, bro. Like you said, don't. Michael, don't you force said you didn't like someone People... messaging you saying yo. If someone messaged you right now and said yo. I want to be your no, friend. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Yo, there's an etiquette and there's a way that... No, 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 no. There's an etiquette and a way that you go about these things. It's not, hey, we should be friends. Let's be friends. Or, yo, bro. <laughs> no. Like, at, like especially if we're talking about, like, in a creative manner and we're talking about finding your tribe and stuff, sometimes it can just be like, a, oh, I really, like, love your work. What please? I'd love to learn more about it. Or uh, there's like certain mm. people that I've connected with on social media, and it's literally just been through us finding each other's work and us having a mm. conversation about the work. And then sometimes, if we follow each other, it, it's, it's natural, not like forced. But okay, so they put something on their story I find pretty funny. 
comment, but it's like it's not in the back of my head. I'm mm-hmm. not like, oh my god, we're gonna be the best friend, the best of friends, or whatever. Yeah, but, man, that's that's weird, man. Yeah, but it's like, oh, these are, it's pretty cool guy, pretty great work, or pretty cool, yeah. cool girl, pretty great work, and then it's just like a natural mm-hmm. progression. But don't be natural. afraid to comment on someone's post and be like, oh, really like what you're doing here. I know, like in this country, in the UK, we're like, oh, you know, we find it weird, and sometimes we feel like we're begging it um, and yeah, stuff, yeah. but. It's it doesn't have to be so uh, yeah. reduce your pride. This begging yeah. thing, yeah. So reduce hey, has, your has pride. Yeah, this has to stop. Lower the volume. Because it's like who lower the volume, man. Like, cause who are we? Who are we? Yeah. Let's be yeah. human, human beings, man. Mere mortals. Like just shout people, man. Like, do you get me? And like, like we were saying, Michael, like, that's definitely how I connect to people. Like it's always something mm. following their story. Or if for, you know the ones where sometimes you'll be at like an event or something. Something mm-hmm. funny will happen and you'll be laughing with a group of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't know who they are, but like, yeah. just natural stuff oh, like that. I <laughs> Do you Do you get me? So I feel like there's so many ways for us to connect with people. And like, I definitely encourage everybody. Obviously, what we're screaming June, what, June 21st, God willing anyway. <laughs> but like, God. you know, once these events start happening and stuff, don't, don't feel like you need to be somebody that you're not. Yeah. Just be you. Yeah. Just be you. Because mm. yeah. I find myself before where I go to events and I've got to be this person, but I'm not. Mm. Yeah. I'm not, that's tiring. Do you get me? Bro, there's people you that hit are the gen- nail on gen- the head. Yeah, the people that will generally like really like, you know, enjoy what you do and really support what you do. And those are the people that you need to be rolling around with. Do you get me? But yeah. like, don't, it's exhausting, man. This comes to the overthinking part. Don't overwork your mind. Oh, I've got to be like this. I've got to be like that. No, yeah. don't worry. Don't worry. Be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. It's fine. Right. I was gonna say, what's the name? That 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 point about being genuine is like definitely important because if I'm, I've met so many people who are so fugazi yeah. <laughs> and you know what? They're not even I trying to hide it. Like especially like fam, oh, like it's just so embarrassing because you can just see right through it. You're like, you're not even trying at this point, you know. Mm. But just to that point, I was gonna ask a second question. Yeah, is yeah. when as designers, like, at what point should we like? Actually, no. Can we even afford to be a hundred percent honest? In what context? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, firstly, in the in the context of design, like, okay. can we actually afford to be like, like, okay, cool, this is actually good, or because you know how, like, Mike was saying, like, tra- tra- <laughs> 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 oh, hear, hear me I out. feel like I know where you're out. going. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you're saying that? But oh yeah, you uncharted to- territories, you know. <laughs> Sometimes you're like, like, yo, just 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 comment under someone like amazing work. The work might not be amazing. If you like the work, don't don't do it for work that you do not like. Please, I I never I never do it. And the thing is, yeah, like actually, let me I won't give myself away too much in it. But let me just say this. (laughs) Let me just say this, yeah. If if I really like your work, you will know. Yeah. If you don't see me around. It is what it is. <laughs> do you know what? But do you know what's funny? It's because there's so many people who, like, I know for a fact, have told me, oh, I didn't like his work. Oh, have you seen that? Oh, that's so trash. Uh. But I've seen them in comments. Yeah. Uh. With a bad, like, smoke, smoke nose emojis. Uh. <laughs> Fire emojis. <laughs> you know, and I'm just thinking, like, emojis. I was thinking like, wait, hold on, hold on a minute. You, but you just told me you don't like the person's work, but you are under the person's comments with smoke nose emojis. Like, sir, madam, what's going on here? Maybe no. So I just think like, you know, going back to that whole, and I think Burns touched on it earlier about like just being yourself and like not trying to have situations change you. And I get it. Sometimes you kind of have to protect yourself or be connected for the sake of being connected. But it's like, I just feel like as designers, sometimes we're not really afforded mm. the luxury of being 100% honest. Because it's like, if we were to be very, very Ooh. brutally honest, like, could we? Like, Michael, could you really, Ooh. or Burns, could you really go on the timeline and, and like see someone be like, yo, that's trash, bro. It might not even be on public, I, but even if it's in private. The U- I feel like the UK is too small for that. Yeah. But also, <laughs> don't find too you. we're too small, but also like the... The culture as well, not going to lie. Because um, mm. it reminds me of when people are like, oh, yeah. Back in the day when people were like, oh, we should have a breakfast club in the UK. Mm. And people were like, no. Nah. 
What's what's a breakfast? What's a breakfast club? You know, um, like Charlemagne the God and Charlemagne. Oh, Breakfast Club. Oh, sorry, like the radio show. Yeah, yeah. We we can't. That's not our culture. That's not our culture. And also, how like imagine if someone was to say, "Oh, wow, I felt like can't think of an." Stormzy, oh yeah, you're yeah scared, I felt it? like that yes. <laughs> from Stormzy was trash. Like, imagine if someone yeah. said that. Yeah, or hello, the response. And yeah, the UK yeah. man. I, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> God, I don't know how that would go down. But then also, I do think it is important for us to do to be honest with each other. Um. Yeah. Just be like, okay, if, some, if something wasn't great, let me know that it wasn't great. Or give me... Delivery as well, you know? I think, Delivery yeah. Is important. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, it would be nice yeah, to point. be more honest, but I don't want to say I don't think we can do that. I just think it depends on the relationships that you have with the people to do that. Because I'm not going yeah, to lie, a random... Hmm, I don't yeah, know. Not. It's mad because when I see some, like I was literally, it's, it's reminding me of a lot of things that I've just seen. So like oh. DC, for example, yeah, they've re- they've kind of um did their own um like showcasing of all their TV shows that they're going to release soon. And I was looking yeah, at some right. of the logos for it. And in my head, I was like, yeah. some of these. Let me, let me share my screen. Oh, I want to see this thing. Awful. It's not banging, is it? And someone was, someone was like, oh, comic. like, um, do they need to borrow Marvel's team or something? And I was actually going to quote tweet and wow. say, oh, maybe they should have called Pentagram because I know Pentagram did like um, Harley, Harley Quinn's film, Harley the Quinn. branding for that yeah. as well as some others. But then... Where did they put on the Instagram? There again? Where did they put the, um, the covers on the Instagram? I think um, I'm going to have to look. Maybe it's my quote, my drafts or something. When I find it, I'll share it. But I didn't post it in the end, but in my head, I was just mm. thinking... Hmm. It's easy for me to comment on people that I actually don't know, but to do it to someone oh, yeah. that I do know. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, it's a problem. But that's the, isn't that strange? You'd think that the people you you actually personally know would make it a much easier process to tell them like, "Yo, bro, I can't lie, that didn't bang. Try it this way next time." Or, "Oh, have you thought about trying this?" Not necessarily from a place of like, "You're awful, get better," but more so like. Have you tried this or have you like mm. given the person a solution to the, not just bringing up the issue and just running away? Like that just makes no sense. But like in that kind of like helpful, I think uh, in the UK, it just feels like a very strange thing to just go to someone's like, bro, I love like, I, I, you know, I'll tell you this, even this, it doesn't have to even be from designer to designer. I've yeah. seen so many musicians who have amazing music, but the the correlation of that to the the artwork or to their <laughs> videos or to their creative direction is is oh, scary it's scary because what happens is like they forget like i think a lot of people forget that to be an artist yeah. is not only to be doing one discipline it's to Fonts embody matter. that's what i'm you gonna say everything bro so it's like when i mm. see like i'll be like yo this song bangs but i can't listen to it because that album art is not doing it you know but it's like in, in that in that situation, how do you go about it? Do you just be like, yo, bro, I'm going to design a cover for you for free? Or, yo, sis, that that's sick, but have you thought about doing this? Do you get what I'm saying? And I think after, after a point, after a point, it's like, you don't... I think even me, like, there's been situations where I've been overly honest. Right. And I feel like they've taken it the wrong way. And it's never been from a place of hate. It's always mm. been of like... Like, bro, I love the music, but this, I feel like you could work. And it's always been in private. It's never been, like, maybe mm, yeah, in public. But, you know, sometimes they don't necessarily take it well. And it's, I feel like they they assume that it's always from a place of, like, oh, you like think hate. you know better than me, blah, blah. Oh, and it's, I think Michael touched on it earlier about, like, doing it yourself. I feel like not, not only in design, but in creative spaces. Yeah. There's that idea of, like, if you did it yourself, then suddenly you have more accolades. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, oh, do you know I did this, I did that. I was the person who was holding the lights, also the camera, and in front of the camera at the same time. <laughs> like, Not you know what I'm saying? Fam, and it's like, okay, you did all that, and what? <laughs> you know, if the product isn't matching the quality of, like, the work that you as an individual should be creating, then what's the point? Like, why not ask for a helping hand or take the help rather than trying to yeah. do it all yourself for the sake of doing it all yourself? 
Like you get that credit yeah. and what, what happens? Like you look at the credit and it's literally just the same name. I can't like that's me most of the time. But you know, you just look at the credits, it's just your name rolling through like the same name over and over. DOP, executive producer, um, what's the name? Mm. Uh, marketing strategist. Mm. Uh, like it's just like if you have the hands to help, why not ask for it? That just makes no sense. You know? no, that's true. Like what's what's more important, the art or your name? Mm. Hey, put down the shirt. Bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's true. It's like, okay, what do you want? The notoriety of people knowing that, oh, I did this all on my by myself. Oh, I think I told yeah. you guys this. I don't know if I said it on the pod, but um, I remember I was in a clubhouse room and mm. these directors and writers were- uh, You remember Clubhouse? Coming up with shows. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I don't yeah, use yeah. it anymore, but this was Bro, like- Good times. That place, good times. that place- that place is scary, man. I'm not going to lie. I like yeah. the drama sometimes, though. Oh, you like the drama. I was going to say something so diabolical, but I had to pull myself back. <laughs> Sorry, go through, Michael. Go through, mm. Michael. Dude. Dude, dude, dude. Please. But, um, yeah, this guy was like, ah, oh, because um, these were writers and directors that like had actually produced like shows for, um, I think, like BET and other like channels and stuff like that. And this guy was like, yeah, yeah we don't. This guy came on, yeah, we don't need anybody. Like, oh yeah, I have a series mm-hmm. on YouTube and um, it featured, um, who did it feature? It featured a rapper, um, a woman rapper. Oh yeah, like it got like millions of views. It's based in New York, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, then he even said, oh, my, my foot was broken, but I still took the camera and I shot everything. Blah, blah, blah. I was just thinking, uh, uh, Congratulations. So, Why is that very dramatic? Someone else can't hold the camera for you. So I actually went like, through his profile, um, saw the film or the, yeah, it was a film. I think it was like more than one film. Mm. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to lie. I was like. It's not good, is it? I, I see why maybe like view wise, like it did well because I think it's about like um, gangs and it has that kind of appeal, right? So. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. But then when I looked at like the actual work or like the quality of work, I was just thinking could have probably got a helping hand to maybe make Or two this, or three. Yeah, many. Um to make it a lot better and just help you tell the story better, better because yeah. you're saying, Oh yeah, this, 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 but then the output. Mm. The output. So the output. Mm. Ah, the output. Mm. Mm. You know, people get caught in this uh, tunnel of like just seeing their own stuff and their own work and thinking they're great. And I think this is the funny thing is the opposite of what we spoke about earlier, which is the imposter syndrome. Because people might be Ooh. really, really amazing, but they think they're trash. Mm. And the people who are really, really bad, it's mad. but they think they're the greatest thing. And I just like, God, where are they getting this confidence from? <laughs> And the thing is that, like, I, I, I mm-hmm. could tell you this. You could try to put them down and give them advice. and be like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry mm. about me. I'm you great. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, but it's, it's scary because, like, how can you be so confident in being wrong? That, that's just such a scary place to be in where it's like, no one can give you advice on how to get it better. And, I mean, at the end of the day, that's all we're trying to do. We're always trying to get better at what we're already doing. So if someone comes and says, yo, that's amazing. Next time you're doing a project, I'd love to help you with the lighting. I just like, you know, or yo, I love the project I did. If you're ever going to do it again, I'd love to be kind of like part of mm. it. I, I do sound engineering or blah, blah, blah. I'd really love to help out. Like people might reach out like this and people might be like, no, nah, I'm good. Mm. My team, my team got it. We good. And it's like, no, no, they're not. <laughs> like just accept the help. Mm. There is, mm. There's no shame in like just accepting the help. Yeah. You know, it's called. Um, I had to Google because I remember I like did like a guest article thing on something called like the Move Hub, a platform. And I literally, I'm oh, just yeah. remembering mm. now, I spoke about imposter syndrome and mm. so mad. There's something called the Dunning Kruger effect, and I'm just reading it out. So it says, um, it's a cognitive bias where people who perform poorly on certain tasks tend to overestimate their own performance. Uh, the problem is twofold mm. since not only do people have a certain inability, they are also unable to acknowledge their inab- inab- English inability, therefore overestimating their capabilities. And especially when mm. it's not like um, 
checked or no one's like correcting it or anything in yeah. their mind they're like oh yeah. yeah sometimes they're like oh yeah I'm, well it's worked i've got this far with my mm. mediocrity <laughs> Yeah, and it's, yeah, but they don't see it that way. They're like, okay, I've got the results, even though yeah, the quality yeah, of the right. results, two million followers, this, that, this, piggy. yeah, ah, oh, two million, and then ah, oh, but um, yeah, and it, it's almost like in my mind, it's working, but then for everyone else, they're like, cool, <clears throat> might be working, but the work itself is a problem, mm. yeah, yikes. Well. It's very mad place to be. Imagine. Yeah, that's like Everyone borderline. Like, it's very mad. Yeah, you, see. Yeah, but, but, you know what I'm why, saying? Why would you want to? Like, okay, I'm asking. I'm asking why would you want to be there? But like, it's scary. <laughs> it's mad though be because it's like, it's mad because it's like, every single day I'm like, I can be so much better. Oh yeah. It, do you get me? Like it excites me, but it excites me to the point that I start overthinking that. Oh, but. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? It's such a weird little get me, place to be in. Yeah. How man. do you find that balance of the balance? I exactly. know, like, I know I'm the. I can't think of anything else but the bees knees. But the like, bees I knees. know I'm the the ish and stuff. But at the mm. same time, ah, uh, I'm not. Am I? But it's like when the opportunity presents itself, it's like, oh, that seems like mm. a pretty big mountain to climb. Am I actually ready to do it and stuff? Yeah. And it's like, okay, the work's good enough, but also not overestimating yourself. Yeah. Because there are some projects, humble, for man. example, that people may take where they know deep down... It, sometimes, okay, sometimes there's a there's certain projects here where there are some that are uh, <clears throat> above what you can currently do, but you know you can work towards it and you can... Yeah. Stretches, it stretches you. And it stretches you. But then there's other projects yeah. where it's like... <laughs> nah, my business... <laughs> you have not got the facilities for uh, that big man. <laughs> you know, you know what it reminds you of here. Yeah? Like, say for example, you can you can fix like a bicycle, and yeah. something's there. Car, like, yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can do that for you. Like, pretty much the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> do you get me, bro? Like, it's just... oh, give or take a few screws, and that's oh, it. Screw don't even motorbike. Oh, you said it, car. <laughs> and if anything like those situations that you just decline because you just don't have the qualifications or the capability to do yeah don't let that dishearten you but let mm. that stretch you like to the fact that it's like okay people actually coming to me for this mm-hmm. maybe this would be a great place for me to learn mm. and even expand my skills and stuff yeah you know um i think another thing that i'm thinking that i'm thinking of is like um i think i have a lot of tabs in my head like my safari I have so many tabs, bro. Boy. And it's like tabs of like, oh, I, I want to do this. I need to do this. Yeah. I need to do that. I need to do this. I want to do that as well. Um, do you know what I mean? And it's like, I think one thing that's definitely helped me is um, journaling. Um, mm. I'm speaking to my friend and he personally doesn't like journaling, but he does like a lot of voice, voice memos, you know, just to clear mm. out his thoughts and stuff. And I think that's been really helpful um, because honestly, you know where you are, where you are. Um, mm. Your brain can't handle some of these things, man. And eventually that's when you go out into this place of burnout where it's like, oh, I'm fully flustered. I ain't got energy. I just can't yeah. do it. You know what I mean? So take care of yourself before you get to the point of burnout because trust me, there's ways you can prevent it and actually work more effectively. You know? Yep. Um, I agree. I agree. Find your balance. Find your rhythm. All right. So what I was going to ask you, Jude, was especially being someone who's a multi-hyphenate, you know, got your hands in many pots. How do you balance that? Because it's similar to what Burns said about having like multiple tabs because there's so many things that you want to do. How do you manage yeah. juggling all of these like things in a sense? Yeah. Because it's a lot of um, things. Yeah, it's a lot of things if I think about it. Um, I, I, I try not to think about it. I just, I just do. Um, but I think most of the time when mm. like, I, I like to pick up new skills I, I find it like it's almost like um what is it it's, yeah it's almost like a collector like going around you're I like it, Ooh, i've gotten here i picked this infinity, infinity stones yeah. you know i'm saying you know when you're playing a game yeah and you're going up infinity in the levels stones. and you're picking up new skills and you're like now you can use this sword and now you can use that sword that you yeah. can use. that's how i, I see love it, it. Mm-hmm. You know what what I'm else saying? Can I so yeah. it's like when i when i'm doing all these things i never think about it like i need to take my hat off and put a new hat on 
I always just think about it as like an add-on because in my head, I, I've been a creative director for several years. So I always Come on. approach mm. things in that way. Like I, I approach things yeah. as if they are to kind of manifest it into like mm. my reality because it's like if, I, if you don't act like who you want to be then you can't be who you want to be kind of thing that's how i see it so anytime i'm like in these spaces and i'm doing things i am i'm always keeping in mind that i do these things not because i'm going to physically always be doing them but i want to understand how it works because one day i'll be in a position and i've been in some of these positions to hire someone else to do something so i need to understand how that works so i understand the worth of that position um, how much that person is worth in terms of like payments and also in terms of how valuable that person is to a project in general. Mm. Like for a very long time, I didn't understand what a gaffer was until I got on set and I saw mm. what a gaffer did. And I was like, without a gaffer, it's a bit peak for everybody in terms of lighting. And just, uh, you know what I'm saying? What, just a light? Like, like a, a football coach, Oh, mm. absolutely. Just a football coach. <laughs> so I'm saying, so it's Legit like fam. these little things, like I never like um, took took account of it or took it like too seriously until like you start to realize like every single role is important. But me personally, in terms of like just mm. figuring out like, okay, cool, I need to take a break from let's say production in terms of music and maybe start yeah. doing some graphic design stuff. I just feel like there's a season for everything. Like like right now mm. I'm, I'm definitely like burnt out in terms of photography. So I'm not going to take photos for a while because I don't necessarily feel inspired to go and take photos. But the moment mm. I do, I, I, I will realize that something takes the back seat naturally. It's never mm-hmm. by force. Yeah. I never be like, okay, cool. From now, no design. It's always a thing of like, it just happens. Like, I'll take mm-hmm. I'll take a photo. Then that photo will turn into me making a book. And then the book will turn into me making music accompanying the book. And the music will turn to me taking a few videos to accompany the book. Mm-hmm. And then the book mm-hmm. becomes the thing I sell. Then it says all these skills play a part in the process but it's never all at once it's always like okay cool i've done this part let me go into indesign and become a graphic designer again right. then i need to take that design skill and then translate that into let's say let me make a short thing or a short video or some music to accompany you know what i'm saying it's always like it's it's a creation it's creation and i think a lot of people creatives in general do things that they don't even realize they're doing because it's so subconscious to them yeah do you get what even saying? things like copywriting like, fam i didn't realize saying? that i really do enjoy copywriting there you go. You get me. See? <laughs> but it's something like, that is just it's writing. Just, it's like, just there subconsciously. Yeah, yeah subconsciously, you know? yeah. And there's, there's so many different like gems that all of us have. And I think we do need to really observe ourselves and what we do and analyse, okay, what is... And it's... <laughs> bro, it doesn't have to always be about making money, you know. Yeah. Sometimes, just enjoy it. You know, for me, um, I've got a camera. I take pictures here and there. But I just love taking pictures. Yeah. And but the other day, I went out and literally like took out... Like, this was like... Um, I think the November lockdown or December, we had hella lockdowns, but I think the third or second lockdown. Yeah. Um, and I went out and I took pictures and I made a whole playlist cover from it. Mm. Do you get me? So it's like, and that was fun. I'm not making money from it. Mm-hmm. It don't have to, but it's just like, I'm expressing myself. I'm seeing life from a different perspective, you know, and I think mm-hmm. ultimately it's important to identify those um, gems that, you know, we've been given. I was gonna say even Michael. Michael's a perfect example. Like yeah. as much as he doesn't want to say it, but like, like for example, the video that you dropped today. Well, probably when people are listening to this, probably a few days before, mm. or maybe a year. I don't know. Um, but like mm. you put in the effort into not only designing it but creating the sound design around it, and then actually like shooting the video, yeah. and then directing how that looks, then choosing how like it feels. I'm smiling, guys. You don't realize you don't realize, but only in that short clip, which was like probably less than twelve seconds or so, Bro. you you've done more than six or seven different jobs so that a whole crew can do. Yeah. You know, and in essence, what you've done is you've directed creatively mm. a project. Yeah, you know, and I think a lot of people don't realize that they're doing this. And this also comes to that conversation of people. I know Burn said we should, it's not always about money, but people always get paid or n- oh, not even necessarily no, money, but like just appreciated mm, in their role way definitely. less and work much more than they're supposed to. So yeah. you go into a role as an intern or whatever, or you just yep. go in there as a designer, but then you end up being the value, the value that you bring is in, in, you see what I'm like saying? insane, bro. It's just about understanding, like, yeah. yeah. When you go into these spaces, or even when you're doing your own projects, like, understand that you're not only being, you're not there for just one thing. You're never there for one thing. You're, you're never there for just one thing. You're always there for four or five different things, you know. And just understand that that's, like, your worth. Yeah. Put, put that to 
that's why I love the creative industry, man. Because with the creative industry, like a man could enter, a woman could enter a place, whatever, and leave there. So they entered as a graphic designer and leave there as a coder. They could yeah. enter somewhere as um, mm-hmm. uh, a yeah. copywriter and leave there as a photographer. Like literally, the creative industry is so amazing. I think. Mm-hmm. Don't limit yourself. If you like, I think gone are the days where we just do one job, and then that's it forever. Yeah. Like, as a creative, you have yeah. the ability to do so much more. And again, if you don't have those capabilities, ask for help. Collaborate. Yep. It's as simple as that. Do you know what I mean? Because even, bruh, I can take photos, but I would rather go to someone that I know is gonna be better than me. I can do. The, what do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's yeah. there's yeah. times and seasons to choose. Thanks guys for tuning in to today's episode of Rule of Thirds. Feel free to share your thoughts with us using the hashtag Rule of Thirds Pod. And for more from us, follow us on Instagram at Rule of Thirds Pod. Or our personal accounts for myself Burns, Burns JNR, Mike at underscore man like Mike, and Jude at Kente Kwame. Catch you guys in the next one.